It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. Good morning. Welcome to Sunday Morning Magazine. It's one of my favorite shows that we do all year. It's our annual Christmas Literacy Edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. This morning, it's our pick of the best holiday-themed books for children this season. For more information on the show or a complete list of all the books that we're featuring this morning, head over to social media, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on Air. Or if you missed any portion of the show and would like to catch up, head to your favorite podcast app. Any place you get your podcast, like Podcast One, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy your podcast, and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. We begin this morning with Arthur Alistair Heim. The title of the book is No Peaking at Present. It's our first book in our annual Christmas Literacy edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. It's our pleasure to welcome Alistair Heim to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Alistair. How are you? I'm doing uh, amazingly. How are you doing, sir? Nice to get to talk to you on the phone. Oh, no problem. Happy holidays to you, by the way. Happy holidays to you, too. Uh, I will say my uh, I, I started decorating for Christmas the weekend after Halloween, so oh, I've been, uh, I'm one of those people. You're that guy. <laughs> so I, I'm, that, I'm that guy. Yeah, absolutely. I love Christmas, and uh, it's been even more fun since I've uh, become an adult and had kids of my own. So, But, yes, I am that guy. All right. So as you know, your book, No Peaking at Presence, is one of the books that we selected this year for our annual Christmas Literacy Edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. One of the books among the books that we believe are some of the best books for children this holiday season. I am thrilled, honored, and and uh, just overjoyed that uh, I got when I got the email. It was it, it put a smile on my face, and and uh, thank you guys very very much for that. It means the world to me. It really really does. All right, so let's start here. So I understand you have a connection with Cat in the Hat. Tell me about this connection. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So uh, a few years ago, out of the blue, got a phone call from my literary agent, Kelly Sonic of Andrea Brown Literary. And she had been in contact with an editor and found out, uh, just just happened to find out, it was kind of a random chance sort of thing, found out that Random House potentially wanted to do a new beginner book about what would happen if the cat in the hat ran the White House. And my agent emailed her back and said, well, if there's, if there's, if there's a chance for Alistair to try for that book, he would faint at the chance to get to do something for Dr. <laughs> Seuss. And uh, so my agent called me and she said, well, I've got uh, possibly uh, an exciting opportunity for you. She explained the, the situation and she said, and this was on a Wednesday, it was uh, Wednesday, July 30th at 2.07 p.m. I still remember exactly <laughs> when I got the phone call. But she said, there's already a, a bunch of other writers uh, trying out for this. Uh, if you want to try out for this, you would have to have them your first draft by Monday. Mm-hmm. And so this is for a 48-page 48, 48 beginner book. So I got home that night, and I kissed my wife and kids goodbye, and I locked myself in my, in my bedroom for <laughs> four days straight, and I wrote, and I wrote, and I wrote, and I wrote. And it, for some reason, I can't explain it. It just flowed out of me. It was, it's the most fun I've had writing anything. So... Uh, long story short, uh, I submitted my first draft, uh, found out a couple weeks later or a week later that it was now down uh, between me and one other writer, and they wanted me to make some revisions, which I did, and I found out a week after that that I got the book, and I got to write the first one, and, and when they uh, offered me the contract, they, they actually offered it for a two-book deal, which I All was right. blown away by, 
And that became my second. So the first book became if, uh, if I Had Your Vote by the Cat in the Hat. And the second book became If I uh, Ran Your School by the Cat in the Hat. And then my third book uh, just came out in September, and it's called If I Were Saint Nick by the Cat in the Hat, about what would happen if the Cat in the Hat were Santa Claus. Okay. But it's been a, it's been a very humbling dream come true that I never thought could be a dream come true, and I'm, I'm very honored and grateful and, and don't take it for granted for a single second. It's an amazing privilege that I get to do this. So for you, that has to be a great responsibility because this character is so iconic and so beloved. Um, a lot of responsibility, I'm sure, right? It, it is. And, and a lot of it is I know how important that character was to me, my friends, my family, but, but just the world in general. And I put a ton of pressure on myself to make sure that those stories come to life. The, the, the rhyme is spot on. There's whimsy. There's um, imagination built into these things. But, yes, I put a lot of pressure on myself to make sure that these books come to life. I, I want everybody to pick these books up. And if they didn't know any better, say, Dr. Seuss wrote this book. Now, I will never be Dr. Seuss. There will never be another Dr. Seuss uh, he is a one-of-a-kind individual that, that shaped so many lives. I'm just honored I get to play in that sandbox, and I, I just want to, I want to do his stories justice and service uh, to, to the worlds that he created. And again, in case you're just tuning in, it's our annual Christmas Literacy Edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. It's our pick of the best books for kids this holiday season. On the phone with me this morning is Alistair Heim. He is the author of the book, No Peeking at Presents. Now, let's talk about this book, Alistair. Tell us about No Peeking at Presents. Well, this book, I think, for me especially, because I am that guy at Christmas that decorates the week after Halloween, it's one of those universal Christmas truths for, for both kids and parents uh, on, on Christmas Eve, where, you know, when I was a kid, I used to try to sneak and uh, sneak out of my bedroom and go look and see what Santa Claus had brought me. And I always, almost always got caught. But my mom, uh, my, my brother describes my mom as someone who can hear a squirrel yawn uh, <laughs> outside her bedroom window. And so, but it was always that excitement. And, and when I, when my wife and I had our kids, that very much continued. And I was inspired to actually write the book. So I, I wrote a book called No Tooting at Tea, which was also based on actual events in my home when uh, two of my daughters were much younger uh, my oldest daughter was having an imaginary tea party, and um, everything was going perfectly properly until one of my other daughters did the unthinkable and tooted during the, the uh, tea party. <laughs> and my oldest daughter looked at her and said, there's no tooting at tea. And I looked at my oldest daughter and I said, that is brilliant. I need to write a book called Exactly That. Right. So that was the first title that came out. And in that book, there is, and I didn't write this into the manuscript, but Sarah Knott, who illustrated that book and No Peeking at Presence, uh, drew and created this dog uh, that is through, runs throughout the narrative and, and is this very whimsical, very fun, comic relief, very charming dog that appears. And as I was reading through this, I thought, oh my gosh, how cool, How could I write a story about Christmas Eve where... Um, Children ultimately end up getting, and I, I hope I'm not spoiling anything for anybody as I'm telling the story, but uh, if the children are getting a puppy on Christmas Eve morning, uh, and what would that look like for uh, if children were trying, to, what, would, what would make them want to peek? And that's, that's where the idea for no peeking from presence, or no peeking at presence came from, was that dog and no tooting at tea, and the idea that Maybe that dog has got a little squeaky toy in its mouth and it's squeaking all night long and mm. two of the younger children hear it, but the older sibling does not hear it. And so 
that's where the inspiration came from for the book. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to our annual Christmas Literacy Edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. It's our annual pick of what we believe are some of the best books for kids, holiday books for kids this holiday season. For more information on the show, more information on all the books that we selected this year, head to social media, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. On the phone with me now is Alistair Heim. He is the author of the book, No Peeking at Presents. Now, Alistair, again, this is our annual Christmas literacy edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Why should parents leave a book under the tree this Christmas along or maybe instead of a toy? You know, I I honestly think that especially with younger uh, children, pre-K to fourth, fifth grade books, for me, it's kind of a personal sort of thing. So my, my mission when I write stories is is to bring kids five minutes of happiness before bedtime. But I'm inspired to do that because I was so inspired as a kid by children's books, by Dr. Seuss, by Shel Silverstein, by the Berenstein Bears, by other books that books for for me and for a lot of kids is their first introduction into creativity and i'm a i'm a a creative adult Uh, there's a there's a quote by pablo picasso that goes the creative adult is the child who survived and i think that picture books especially for younger kids as gifts as experiences between parent and child are so critical for them kind of lighting that creative fire because again there's you've met a lot of children i'm sure there's there's not a more creative mind than a child's mind. So for me personally, I, we give books as gifts. My kids got picture books as gifts when they were, when they were that age. And it's not only a gift for them, but it becomes an experience for the parent and child to read together. And those inherently become some of your favorite memories uh, growing up. And toys are fun too. I, I still have toys from when I was a kid. So I think that's a very fun gift, but I just think that picture books uh, sort of inspire a different kind of connection and it foster that creativity that children hopefully will take to their adulthood like I did, which is one of the reasons I get to be a children's picture book author. All right. And with that, we're out of time this morning. Alistair, if our listeners would like to find out more about you, more about the work that you're doing with the Cat in a Hat series, more about your work, how can they find out more? Uh, I would just uh, do a search for Alistair Heim. It's A-L-A-S-T-A-I-R-H-E-I-M. Uh, my my first name is spelled many different ways, and I, I answer to all of them. But <laughs> um, go to my website. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and I just I want to wish everybody a happy holiday. And, Roddy, thank you so much for having me on. I sincerely appreciate you. All right. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. Rodney, have an awesome holiday, and thank you so, so much again. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.